Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Regardless of where you're at, when you're listening, this is Sina Azari coming at you from All Mindset. You know I got my boy, the People's Advisor, Matt Franchina. Yo, what's going on? We are fired up today on this Friday. Uh, not only is it because of another beautiful day out here in California, literally, I think we live in paradise, bro. Yeah, it's the dead of winter right now, right? And it's like 84 degrees outside. Hey, man, there is no dead out here at all, but I guess you can call it winter. I think it's a 74 outside and sunny, so sorry for the rest of the country or, or the rest of the world if it's not as pretty. But we got a pretty exciting guest here that I can't wait to introduce to you guys. But this gentleman here is an entrepreneur from Orange County, uh, born and raised. Matt Medock, the man himself from Irvine or Huntington Beach, Newport. Where, where are you claiming uh, you're from these days? Uh, man? I claim Newport Beach. Newport okay. Beach, bro, all day. This man is the founder of Sessions. And uh, for those of you that haven't been out here to California, Sessions is the best way to explain it. it you know, from my point of view, it's the best gourmet uh, would you consider deli sandwiches then, or uh, well, how, I, mean, how, I call ourselves a sandwich restaurant? Sandwich restaurant, I love that. Officially, and, you are Sessions West Coast Deli, right? We are the Sessions West Coast Deli, the only West Coast Deli in the country. Wow, man, the only West Coast Deli in the country. I like that. So, is there a Sessions East Coast then? There needs to be. <laughs> there will be, be apparently after this. Be. After this, this <laughs> session. Well, I, I love the name, man. The food is awesome. Clearly. Uh, you're running a, a great organization, great culture, and you can tell because that's expressed through your service. Humble man, you're definitely influential within your community, not only in the business, but impacting people outside. So uh, what, what, have, what have you been up to, Matt? How you been, man? Man, I've been good. Thanks for having me here. I'm really stoked to be here and uh, talk to you guys a little bit about my story, and, and hopefully I can can bring in a little positivity and some uh, uh, some wisdom to anybody out there listening right now. And uh just been up to work in. We got a third location opening. I got two right now, one in Huntington Beach, one in Newport Beach. I got a third one opening in Irvine at the end of March. Congratulations. Um, and I've got a fourth store in the works right now as well that not too many people know about yet. So wow. fingers are crossed. I'll talk to people about it once uh, once we sign some more paperwork. Well, you, well, you heard it here first. Before we, we uh, I guess, dig deep and uncover some of the story, can you share with our listeners that haven't had the privilege of meeting you, don't know you, where can they find you out there on social media? Well, you can find me at Matt Medock, M-A-T-T-M-E-D-D-O-C-K. And uh, you can find my restaurant at Sessions West Coast Deli. Sessions West Coast Deli. And if uh, you get the opportunity of coming out here to Southern California, make sure you stop by. And uh, of your locations, which is your favorite? Where, where might they find you if they wanted to come by and say hello? Well, man, my, my heart's in Newport Beach, and so is my office. There you um, go. But I try to get... In between all the stores, That's I'll probably awesome. be spending a lot of time in Irvine coming up here. That's awesome. Well, if you get a chance to go out to one of his shops, you stop by, ask for Matt. If he's in there, let him know you heard him on All Mindset. I promise he's going to take care of you. So we're excited for that one. That's Thank awesome. You. Yeah, you got to get yourself a uh, half-baked breakfast sandwich. That's right. That's legit. That's where it's at. Mm-hmm. What half baked breakfast sandwich? Yeah, that's what it's called half baked. That's oh, the name right. of the sandwich. All right, I like the roots <laughs> of that one, man. That's cool. I like that. Uh, so, Matt, you know, you're a man that if people follow you on social, you're pretty pretty vocal, pretty open with what's going on. I would say that I, I don't get the feeling that it's tactical and you're trying to do it for any – to get anything back. You're really doing it just to share and be transparent. And so the, the way that you tell the story is pretty awesome. But you got a lot going on, man. you got a lot of history packed in there every single time that we talk and connect. And I've been fortunate enough to know you for a few years now. But why don't you share with people a little bit about like how did the guy today who's like 
connected with so many people and building this awesome brand called Sessions. What does a little bit of that story look like? How do you get to that place? Well, um, great question. Uh, I'm not sure if we got enough time for me to give you the, the whole story. Uh, I'll give you most of the, you know, the kind of the, the, the abbreviated version right now. Um, sessions really all started with a purpose, to be honest with you, um, and, and a lot of soul seeking and, and purpose seeking on my part. Uh, I re- went to Long Beach State, started a business. I've always been an entrepreneur. I have never liked uh, bosses and and, and following directions. I wanted to beat to my own drum, and I always have. Uh, started a business in college, uh, essentially club promoter, uh, for lack of better words. I, I called it a full-service marketing company because there's so many con- bad connotations with, hey, I'm a club promoter, but I mean, now I'm a, a grown adult, and I can say that I was a club promoter. Um, and I did that from age 21 to almost 30 years old or so, and through that, I just made as many relationships as possible. Um, it was always cool to people, always friendly with people. I think you'd have a hard time going out there and finding somebody that was like, oh, Matt, he's, he's like not a cool dude. Um, always, he's a cool dude. Yeah, he's a cool dude. <laughs> you can I, feel that coolness in I here. Feel, I, I'm super passionate about just being cool to people. Um, and uh, so I was a club promoter till probably age 30 or so, just making connections, connections, connections. And at the time, I thought that was my purpose. Um, People were coming to my events. People were having a good time. And to be honest with you, the alcohol and the drugs and everything else that is associated with nightclubs, you know, kind of started chipping away at like, is this really my purpose? Is there something bigger out there for me? And eventually I sold my business, uh, made a little bit of money and uh, decided to do a crazy life change. And I went and became a paramedic. Um, I thought my purpose was people when I was a club promoter. And so what better way to serve people than to go be a paramedic and literally hands-on serving people. And so I did that for about five years or so. And I was, I was literally helping people, but where I, and I thought that that was my purpose. And again, it's still my purpose with club promoting was people. My purpose with being a paramedic was people. But my issue that I eventually had with being a paramedic was the fact that I was only helping one person at a time. And I felt like I could do something bigger than that. And so while I was working in the station, it's kind of a joke now that all the, the, the firemen and other people were, were lifting weights and whatnot, I was writing a business plan for wow. what is now Sessions. Wow, and, that's, um, that's awesome. I, was, I kept writing the business plan and business plan and business plan, and I'm an idea and branding guy. And so what I'd come up with, and I was researching small businesses in, across the country, and I found that sandwich restaurants were the fastest growing businesses in the country. And I surfed pretty avidly, and nobody had ever built a sandwich restaurant or a Southern California-branded sandwich restaurant, similar to like a Wahoo's or maybe a Chronic Tacos that we have here in Southern California. Good catch, And so this light bulb went off, and that's when the business plan started. I started writing that business plan while I was working as as a medic. And... Eventually, I kept coming home, telling my wife about this, and she's like, dude, you're going to be like 50 years old, coming home, telling me about this stupid sandwich place, and you're never going to do it unless you just go do it. So, what a great wife, man. I love she, that. She's awesome. pretty amazing. That is cool. And so anyway, I uh, just went ahead and I quit my job and, um, uh, and decided that I was going to follow this passion of opening uh, sandwich restaurants, essentially being a, a chain. My goal is to open as many as I possibly can. The, I had a good paying job where I got to spend a lot of time with my family when I was working as a medic. Uh, but then going back to this purpose thing, I was just really working on one person. And so my ultimate goal 
with sessions is to reach as many people as possible and make as many positive impacts in people's lives as I can. So ironically, like payroll day, essentially as for some business owners is an awful day, right? Because the payroll, payroll sucks paying it. Yeah. However, people getting checks is, is something awesome. that really makes me feel good. And so I'm able to talk to people on a regular basis. I'm able to feed them great food. I'm able to, to create an environment where people can come hang out and spend time together. And I'm able to really be impactful on all of my employees' lives. Right now, I've got about 30 employees. I'm I sh probably two or three months from now, I should have 50 employees or so. And really watching these kids grow is something that really is a, is a passion of mine. And so that kind of leads me full circus, full circus. It's a circus sometimes. Um, <laughs> about to start full, one <laughs> full circle as to my, my passion is people. My purpose is people. Oh, and, and through sessions, I'm able to, to, you know, really connect with as many people as I possibly can. And hopefully as the business grows and that's going to continue and, I'm excited. Well, I, I definitely uh, feel your connection, man. And story sounds like it's been years that, that this company has been operating. And just to share with everyone, your first location opened when? In 2014? Yes. It's it's evident that you, you live a life of significance and it's all about purpose. And I think most people are, are confused trying to still find their why or what their purpose is. And that's some of the reasons why they're not, they're not I guess, uh, find the ultimate feeling of happiness. You seem fired up. It's awesome that you're making an impact in the community. Uh, share with us maybe what are some of the things that you do to keep your team so engaged, motivated, and uh, able to remain not getting comfortable with the amount of success that you've had so far? Because it's a pretty fascinating story. Man, that's a that's a great question, and it's it's not easily answered to be honest with you. Um, the uh, keeping the the staff motivated um, and and keeping the team motivated is probably my biggest struggle to be honest um one thing that i know that i'm good at i'm really good at knowing what i'm not good at that's and, so cool um, that's I, awesome uh, 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 i i love the employees that we have i love sewing into them and you know every person that works for me from day one you know starting as a minimum wage employee uh, i've got quite a few people that have worked their way up that ladder um, however, you know, how do you motivate somebody at minimum wage? And one of the things that we've been working on is really creating an environment that people want to go to. So I've got an executive chef that is my partner and works for us full time. Um, and so our food is top notch. We've got some of the best food around. We've won all kinds of awards um, Congratulations, in Orange County. And, um, and so I've got quite a few people that work for us that are real passionate about food. And so they work directly underneath my executive chef. So that's one way that we can motivate them because he's training them and teaching them. I've got one kid actually that was going to Newport Harbor High School. Um, and uh, he was about to drop out of high school. And he started working underneath my chef, found out that his passion was food. Two years later, my chef got him a scholarship to the uh, Culinary Institute of America out in New York. That's cool. Um, wrote some wrote some letters and got him accepted. And uh, this kid now has been working at one of the best restaurants in the United States up in Napa. He's graduated from college. He's got a bachelor's degree. And uh, so this kid went from high school dropout to French college. laundry. Yeah. Where is he at? French it's laundry? It's not French laundry. It's somewhere else in Napa. But it's, That's cool, it's man. But it's somewhere insane. And so 
that's been really rad. So we've created a place where where we respect the food, people respect the food, and we can get young kids that are passionate about food to work underneath the chef. Um, for me, I'm all about brands and marketing and 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 creating a, a culture. And so I've got quite a few people that have worked for us that um, that I'm able to work hand in hand with and teach them culture. How are, how am I going to take you? and implement some of my ideas and my goals and then also implement some of your ideas and your goals and then, and then hand those off to the rest of the employees. Um, I was just, it's, but it's not easy. I mean, I've had, I was just looking at my payroll yesterday and, and, and how many employees I've had since we've opened and we've had 150 employees since we've opened. Congratulations. Four years. Well, it's not necessarily something that, that I'm like super proud of because it talks about the, that shows how, how many people have come and left and so how to motivate that person for a three-month time period four-month time period while they're with me isn't the easiest thing to do in the world so it's something that i'm really working hard on um right now right i mean attrition in a business like that it's it's impossible to avoid right it's going to happen and you're especially if you're bringing people in at a entry-level stage they're going to move on and do other things sometimes sometimes with you and other places but I, from personal experience, coming from the financial services business, there's a lot of, of um, you know, turning and people coming and going, and the attrition is high in that industry. But the way I try to look at it, and you probably do look at it this way also, is regardless of if they're going to be with me for the long haul or the short term, was I able to impact them in a way so that when they left, their mindset is adjusted, their motivation, dedication, commitment, things like that, in wherever they end up going. Do they walk away with a little piece of what we had given them? And I'm willing to bet that all 150 employees that you have had are walking around like a little bit of sessions kind of on their shoulder and helping them be more of, you know, whoever it is they're going to become. So big I hope so. I hope so. So Matt, if someone was to ask you, what is uh, Sessions Mission? What would you say? <laughs> what is Sessions Mission? It's so funny that you say this because I'm, um, I've recently gotten pretty involved with uh, the brand Lululemon. Um, and... Uh, uh, I've been talking to one of their general managers about their brand, uh, not their brand, but their, their company culture. And, 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 and one of the things that she had asked me yesterday was I've been working on my core values and she's like, what's your mission statement? And, you know, to be, I was still working on my mission, mission statement. And, uh, the first thing that popped into my head and I'm thinking that I might stick with it was, uh, uh, Fearlessly changing the lives of others through community and food. I love that, man. That's awesome. That's, well, a, they, that's a great mission, bro, and you're, you're living it. The uh, the way to someone's heart is through their, that's true. their mouth or food. That's What's true. that? Does that saying go? Something so, like that. Yeah, 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 something like that. I got you. way to <laughs> someone's heart is through their stomach. Stomach. Okay. Yeah, I don't know, but the mouth is involved in that somehow. <laughs> yeah. um, let's touch base on the Lululemon thing. You know, you, you walk through uh, Fashion Island for any of you down here in Orange County, and you see this um, this ten times life size image of Matt on the side of this this wall where there's some construction going on, and um, and it's branded with Lululemon. So, what are you working on with them that you can share, and and what's this new title you've got, and kind of expand on that a little bit. Yeah, it's been such an honor to be honest with you. The the uh, to just you know you work so hard and you you are trying to make you know positive impacts like I mentioned earlier and 
the the real special thing about them and their brand is that they're you know nationally world global brand and um, I never thought in a million years that that a huge global brand like that would recognize you know little old me in Newport Beach working on a sandwich place and um, it really just adds a lot of validity validity to to what I'm working on how, how does that come about though I mean you're 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 building your business Lululemon has nothing to do with food. Uh, your your sandwiches are awesome. Their their gear is awesome. Yeah. I mean, how do you guys collaborate? And they're like, you know what? We want this guy to represent yeah, Lululemon. So, so Lululemon has about two thousand ambassadors, I believe. That's the number around. I think maybe it's like twenty two hundred ambassadors around around the the world, and um, each store has a, a, a certain amount of ambassadors. Oh, I'm okay, cool, man. An ambassador for the Irvine Spectrum location. Congratulations, and man. So yeah, it's just been cool to just get recognized and so what they do is they've got ambassadors for each store and everybody has their own specialty um, so there's usually an ambassador that's in the athletic world and for me um, I'm being recognized as an entrepreneur and a father which is really cool that's kind of how I want to be seen um, to the world that's and, cool, uh, so they, they essentially take advantage of me in a way to to say this is somebody yeah, that represent represents us yeah and so you know just to be recognized by somebody like them has been pretty special so is there an upcoming lulu tour or something i mean are we gonna see you on the <laughs> runway catwalk I, I think i did a runway show recently yeah in yeah. lulu gear yeah yeah, yeah. and so, any yoga yeah, moves involved in that one uh man no no <laughs> i'm a fan man you know i went to uh, vancouver their headquarters out there in vancouver i think yeah or is. canada and uh, not only was I an investor in Lulu, um, and they're doing pretty well now, but uh, I'm, I'm not in that uh, realm anymore. Uh, they're, they're just a great company, great culture. Um, you know, how, how is it meeting with them? Uh, other than being an ambassador, did you get an inside look of how they sort of run their operations or how their leadership team operates? Yeah, that's one of the things I'm really trying to take away from them. They've asked me, you know, what do you want to learn from us? That's and, cool. And how they, how they run their operations and, and, their, and their company culture is something that's super important to me. Absolutely. I'm hoping that I can learn as much as I can from them over the next two years. Um, and that's how long you're an ambassador for. Right. So your um, wife must be stoked though, right? With the extra Lulu shipments now coming to the house. Uh, my, <laughs> my, my wife is, my wife is stoked. Yes and no. She, there's so much going on. We've got three kids and she has got her own business. She's, she's an interior designer. That's, that's just cool. like crushing it right now. So wow. I'm super proud of her. What's, she, what's your wife's company name? Let's, let's get Medoc that. Interiors. Medoc Interiors, man. Yeah. That's cool. Check that out. Medoc Interiors. Shout out to Medical yeah, Tears. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, she's awesome. And, and but the three kids and, and and about to be three restaurants. Hopefully, four restaurants soon. And her interior design business is insane. And like, I so the, the the Lululemon thing. We're adding adding one more thing to the plate. Yeah, she's stoked. But it's uh, did she help design the inside of your uh, restaurants? She didn't. No, my brother. My brother did the design of uh, my first two restaurants. I got another architect for the third restaurant. So your wife didn't try to squeeze herself. Hey, come on, man. You know we got to do it this way. <laughs> you know what? As much as I love her, man, we don't work good together. <laughs> We've got no business. That's so pretty normal, man. It's actually, it's actually, it's it's very unique to work with your spouse and successfully build that partnership. So yeah. it's cool. Yeah, and and knowing you on a, a you know personal level, the the I got a second kid on the way. So you have three, and you guys are juggling two businesses. Um, it definitely is a testament to your mindset and something bigger than just money and things like that is really holding all this together and, and driving you towards being able to make it happen. So it's really cool to see. And 
I'm excited to see more of it, right? And Thank you. You had posted a picture not that long ago, and, and feel free to not even dig down this hole, but I think it's long enough now that I can bring it up, and it was just a... Um, uh, scare or something. This guy posts a picture of him at the the grocery store and says, "You guys are all gonna think I'm crazy." And there's a pregnancy test, on, and this is the only thing that he's buying at the grocery store. Uh-huh. I'm like, no way, they have a fourth kid coming. So you don't so have they to. They do. No, <laughs> no. The wife wants a fourth kid. Like, there's something inside me that, like, kind of, to be honest with you, like my heart kind of says that that would be cool, but my my brain says no. That's cool, man. <laughs> so uh, I was gonna ask you, Matt. It's though the operation from the outside looks like everything's going great all the time. There's fire, the food's amazing, the clientele's growing. You're adding locations, but every entrepreneur knows running a business. There's there's a lot of tough moments that just aren't publicized, and it's through those moments that we get a chance to grow. So, how do you overcome, or how do you keep yourself fired up? Maybe during those slower weeks or slower months, or when you know a large order goes sour, or, or I mean anything that's significant as a business owner to where you're responsible, what do you do to stay as motivated and fired up to overcome those scenarios? Man, it's not easy to do, to be honest with you. I'm to be even today I'm kind of in one of those one of those slumps. Lots I think I've been brew. in one of those slumps for the last like two weeks or so. And um, it's uh, you know, to to get through those hard times, it being an entrepreneur is insane because you know, I've talked to people about this recently, you almost, and especially building a business, building anything, you almost have to withstand pain in a way and not even feel it. You know, you know you're not physically feeling pain, but the wear and tear on well your said, brain, man. you just have to be able to withstand it and just do it. Um, and so I wake up and every single morning and without it, my, my alarm goes off at five o'clock in the morning. I wake up, I, put, I have my clothes laid out from the night before, I put my clothes on and I go to work. And I do that six days a week. And that kind of gets me through. I know that there's going to be mountains and I know there's going to be valleys. And, but all I know that I, what I'm going to do and the business I know is going to continue to grow if I just keep showing up. Um, there's some pastor in uh, Australia that uh, I follow that, um, that I loved his, uh, he had a quote. What's his name? Brian Houston. Awesome. What's up, Brian Houston? He had a, he had a quote, uh, uh, in an interview that I saw, and they asked him how he had ended up with a church with 30,000 people. And he's like, I just kept showing up. And so I've really taken that to heart where I just show up every day and I give 100% so cool. of what I can today, knowing that maybe today is only 50% of, of what I can do on a, when I'm really cranking, but I'm giving 100% of my 50% today. That's cool. And so I show up um, and uh, I withstand that pain. Um, and I keep growing and I, and, and you've got to weigh expectations and whatnot too. You have to really understand that, you know, that you're going to have bad days. And when you have bad days, that's, you knew that you were already going to have it. And so it doesn't set you back any because you expected it already. And you know that you're going to have good days. Um, one of the ways that I stay motivated as well is I've I've been doing quite a bit of reading lately. Uh, I try to get to the office pretty early in the morning. I'll try to put in like 30 minutes, 45 minutes or so of reading. That kind of gets me. Dude, this guy's a grinder, man. Listen to this. 5, <laughs> yeah. 5 a.m. So you start your day at 5 a.m.? I start at 5, yeah. 5 a.m. Close on at the office reading 30 minutes a day. I love that. What's the most recent book you're reading right now? Uh, the book I'm reading right now is Heart Led Leader. By? I don't know. Okay, that's fair. Heart led. Le- well, we're gonna check that heart. Who the yeah, author is. I like that. Heart read leader. Well, I'm sure the author does care, but we're gonna find that out. <laughs> that's cool, man. I, I love that, Matt. That's um, cool. 
not, not too long ago at the beginning of the year, Cena had this great idea and uh, 18 and 18 challenge, right? And so that's I, growing, I, by the way, man. It, I've seen it, a lot of hashtags it, it on it that. It is growing. And so definitely jump on that and uh, 18 and 18 challenge. But to you, right, you seem like you you believe in like intent. What am I trying to say here? It, it's to live intently, right? Like with purpose. Life and, by design. Exactly. Life by design. And so if there's anything that you either would want to do more of or something you're not doing that you want to start doing, those are the types of things you'd add in this 18 and 18 challenge. So I'm trying to run 18 miles a month. I'm trying to read 18 minutes a day, things like that. For you, if you were to think about it and start now, what's something you might want to add to your 18 and 18 challenge that? Oh man. I know you That's got a lot of give us one of right now. I'd love to go on 18 dates with my wife in that's 2018. Cool. That's cool. It sounds man. crazy, but you know, no, that's awesome. Four year old, you know, it's like man, that's awesome. If you could do one and a half dates a month, I'm just happy yeah. you said 18 it's dates with my wife because right. uh, you're like 18 <laughs> dates, then I'm like, whoa, <laughs> that's awesome though, man. I love that, man. It props to your that, wife listening. That's cool. Have you seen that hundred minute date club? No. So I was at at church at this couple's thing um, at Mariners, and they're doing this hundred minute. 100 minute date contest or something like that and it's basically setting aside every week 100 minutes which is what about an hour and a half a that you an hour and a half, yeah. that you you spend with no kids with like no phones with just that person it can be at home it can be at a restaurant it can be wherever but there's this like challenge and they're going to raffle off this big grand prize and do all this stuff for everyone who does these dates but it's stimulating taking time to go back with the person who you decided to do life with and spending some time in life just with them and them alone but Pretty, I got to look cool into that, and especially bonus. You get you know, there's prizes involved. Yeah, the, you know, the prize is because I'm paying for diapers. So yeah. Hey, prize. man, diapers are expensive, especially when the fourth one comes along. Oh, so God. make sure to save that diaper money. So, um, Matt, you know, 2014, you start your first one. When did you uh, start to scale to where you're like, you know what, we need a second location? When did that come about? You know, about? The, 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 the first location was in Newport. Um, we got an insane deal on the place. And um, we were looking for about a year for the perfect location. For the, for the first one, you yeah, mean? Yeah, I think we found it. And then the I had a regular coming into sessions on the regular. And uh, <laughs> she owned a, a business in or a building in Huntington. Connections. And so she asked me if I wanted to open another restaurant in Huntington. Wow. And uh, Good for you, I told man. her I couldn't afford her rent. And she's like, I really like what you guys are doing. That's awesome. You can afford it. And it's oceanfront, uh, right on the corner of Main Street and PCH. So that's wow. pretty rad. And that is we rad. took about, that was only six months after we opened the first one. So it took us about a year to open that. So in a year and a half, a little under two years, we had two stores open. That's um, fire. We've taken, some, taken about a year or so now to open up the Irvine location as well. We were really searching for the perfect third location. We think that we found it. Uh, we're actually opening right down the street from where I grew up. My parents still live there. My dad's office is right above the, the third location. So there's a lot of history involved with That's cool. our third spot right now. So There's some rumors, though, yeah. that uh, you might be in the Yorba Linda area at this new complex that's open out here off uh, Imperial. Are those just the... Uh, Social media rumors trickling, or yeah, that we we <laughs> were negotiating the lease for a little bit, but okay. we've decided to back out of that right now. So cool. we're trying to grow as healthy as we can. One of the, the struggles with uh, being a, a new business owner or any business owner for that matter is growing in a healthy rate. You know, so many people see the the success through other people's social media pages, and 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 reality is is that that's that most of it's false, right? It's yeah. Like nobody's going to go build a business. 
There's very few people that start a business and sell it for $20 million in a year, right? And it's ironic that the only people that we know about are the people that have done that. There's no, like Gary Vaynerchuk is a great example of somebody that, that praises the person and talks to people real and says, hey, you're going to start a business and it's not going to be worth crap for Five, 10, 10 years, years yeah. right? You need to grind for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like four and a half years into the grind and I'm hoping, in my, and we talked about expectations a second ago, is that my expectations are is 10 years I'll be doing, doing all right. And so right now I'm just grinding. And uh, so part of that grind is making great decisions on how to grow because I could have opened the first store and I could have opened the second store and I could have went and raised a ton of money and opened 10 more locations and I could have 12 locations right now today and have an incredibly failing business and be out of business in a well year. Said, so man. we're That's working awesome. on making the right decisions so that the 10-year plan is successful. That's awesome. Your, your shop, for anyone who hasn't been in sessions, right? I mean, it's it's to the eyes, it's immediately connected with the a lot of the Orange County, Southern California culture, right? Which is like surf, skate, snow, you've got magazines in there, you've got a lot of people that naturally sort of have that vibe, but it crosses over like really well, right? You get a lot of business people and, and suits and jocks and all these different people that come and it's like a melting pot. Did you expect that in the beginning or did you think really you'd, you'd cater to like the group of people who you were sort of cut from that same cloth and well my favorite uh or not my favorite my my first business plan was going to be the the i was going to build a, a place called sessions name it sessions paying homage to going surf sessions skate sessions snowboard sessions etc i was trying to build a southern california brand i was going to the 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 funny thing is is that people's perception of sandwiches, so we're gonna like talk specifically about my business, people's perception of sandwiches is you give them good meat, good bread, good cheese, and you make it a big sandwich, 90% of people are gonna walk out of there going, this was awesome. So I'm like, okay, let's add something to that. Let's add some surf culture to it. We'll name it Sessions. If I can give people 90% of what they're looking for into to be a great sandwich without really not even knowing how to make sandwiches, to be honest with you at the time, then I add a little element of cool factor and and then put them at the beach. I'm like, well, this is a great business plan. Um, so anyway, then I had uh, my chef, Matt Schlutz. Um, he uh, got on board with us, and now he's my chef and my partner. And um, he really took our food to the next level, which originally I did think that I was going to be catering to the to the surfer, skater, snowboarder, you know, Southern California guy. And with Max on board, he really made our brand sophisticated. And so we're making all of our spreads, all of our sauces, most of our proteins, all in-house. Um, we're entering contests. We're going to trade shows and entering our food in trade shows, contests at trade shows. And, um, and, and we're really kind of taking things to the next level where the foodies and the surfers alike can appreciate what we've got going on, which in turn brings in the dudes with the suits and brings in the 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 you know fifty plus demographic and the people that really are appreciating quality. And then because of our locations and because of our brand and what we look like, uh, then I also cater to the high school student and the the surfer skater 
Southern California person. So what's what, what's your favorite sandwich on the menu? The Medoc Melee. Duh. The Medoc Melee, man. I gotta try that one. <laughs> Here's another question. Uh, four years in the deal, uh, three locations now with the fourth one maybe in the works. Yeah. Um, when was the last time you rolled your sleeves up and made a sandwich? Oh, yesterday. I love it, man. I love that. And that was the answer I was hoping to hear from you. So that's just out to the grinders and entrepreneurs out there that think as you grow, uh, you, your responsibilities become less, or as you increase your staff, you start to do less, which is exactly the opposite for most growing organizations, man. That's cool. You mentioned something earlier about you're really good at knowing what you're not good at. And I think that there's a lot of people who who lack that. I know myself, it took me a long time to start to wreck it. You just want to be good at everything, right? Or you want to figure out how to make yourself better in all of these areas, even if you have one strength. It's like, we live in this world where we're taught to repair the things that are maybe not not necessarily broken, but that we're not strong at. How do you really identify or like make a decision that like this is an area I'm not good in and I don't need to improve on it? I can just find someone that I can partner with and, and they can fill that gap for me versus maybe things in your life that you genuinely say, I have to get better. I have to improve because it's a part of like my character that's going to change. Like, How do you differentiate those man it's great question and and while you're building a business it's 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 really hard to do to be honest with you because i am very good at like i mentioned knowing what i'm not good at but i'm also like the epitome of a startup business and so when you're starting up a business you do have to be good at everything and you have to you can't you can't just go hire somebody because then there goes your labor model Right, and you can't just go start spending money because then there goes your cash flow. And so the you, operations is a great example. Operations is something that is not not my high point. Um, I'm not great at reprimanding people. I'm not great at writing people up. I am really great at saying, "Hey, you were late today. Like, let's try to not do it again," kind of person. But I don't. I I'm not the dude that lays down the hammer. And so it's pretty, been pretty hard for me, but I've had to learn how to do that um, until I got to a point where I can hire somebody to do that. And I recently just did hire somebody to do that, um, but I had to get to that level. And so I'm not good at accounting. I'm not good at, uh, 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 well, I just mentioned operations is really my thing, is not my thing. Um, but as you're starting up the business, I literally, if you put everything down on paper, as to what I did, um, I re- besides making the food, um, you really had to learn how to do everything there is until you can grow to a certain point. Because at the end of the day, nobody cares about who's doing what work. Nobody cares about how much you're working. Nobody cares about anything, which is really sad part about business, is that people only care what that P&L looks like and what's that number on the bottom of the P&L. And so when you're trying to grow, you can't grow without money. And if that number on the bottom of your P&L doesn't look great, then you're not going to be able to raise money to open another location or grow your business. And the number on the bottom of the P&L is not going to look great unless you're making sure that it does. And so right. some of those items that you're not good at that you would like to hire somebody else to do, you just can't do. You have to learn how to do it. And moreover, you've got to, you've got to know how to do everything in your new business so that you know what to expect when you do hire somebody else to do that. That's awesome. 
I want to ask you another question about positioning because I think, you know, now thinking about it and, and seeing the brand evolve and what's been going on, you've done a really good job or you've made it look like you've done a really good job and maybe you've tried a million times and, you know, we just see the success. But positioning yourself well, like for instance, um, you were the official U.S. Open like tasting room, right, with a beer company and, and yeah, from the stories we've heard along the way, you're not afraid to like ask, right, and to try and to to – tap into some of these relationships you've built and stuff, but how important is it to grow? I'm trying to say here, how, how important is it to position yourself right with other people to take you to the next level and grow in your opinion? Man, relationships are everything. I was just talking to somebody about this yesterday. It's, it's, you know, when you're in business and, and you, you feel like you're making deals right all the time and you're making deals with this person and deals with that person. And I like to take a, a I like to make a deal the, the second level of importance i think the relationship is the most important and well said that's great advice quote that uh uh that 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 i've come up with and that i think great relationships are more important than great deals that's so cool um, i love that and if you have great relationships with people the byproduct of great relationships ends up being great deals and so i focus my time on making great relationships with people so that i can then position myself with uh, the right brands and whatnot. Um, the, the, the official U.S. US Open tasting room you're referring to is Modern Times Beer. Um, and, and Modern Times is one of the biggest dis, uh, uh, breweries in Southern California right now. Shout out. out. Their stuff's awesome. We'd, yeah. I'd love to crack one open on the podcast. Yes. Hey, we will soon. Props to, uh, what is it, Modern, Modern, Times. Modern Times? Modern Times. They're growing rapidly. And, and, and I asked them if they wanted to make our store in Huntington Beach, their tasting room for the U.S. Open, and, and the ironic is a, such a trip to me because they were stoked that I asked them. They're like, "Really, you'll work with us?" I was like, uh, "Yeah." <laughs> I love that, man. That's awesome. So it's safe to say, don't be afraid to ask because things will come your way, right? Exactly. Hey, man, if you, if you don't know, you don't go, or if you don't go, you don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. But you know what? There's so many more questions I have for this man. So I think we're definitely gonna have to have a second second segment soon. Matt Medoc, thank you so much for taking your time, coming out of your day. Again, this is your boy, Sina Azar. You can find me at CEO Accredited with my boy, the People's Advisor, Matt Franchina, always on point. Yeah, yeah. And again, uh, check out Sessions Irvine coming soon. Yes, sir. Huntington Beach, the original, and New oh, I'm sorry, Newport, the original slab, and Huntington Beach. Check it out, you guys. And the favorite sandwich, again, is Medoc Melee. The Medoc Melee, you guys. Thank you, Matt.